Um, I want to talk today about being open. I had these two words, be open, and I felt, um, felt Holy Spirit say, talk about being open. And so if you have your Bibles, let's go to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. Let's um, read this section um, from verse 13. I want to just focus on verse 16, really, and and things around it. But we'll start from 13 just to give us some context, if you like, of what Jesus was saying. Um, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and I will be reading from the message in a minute as well, just to give us another angle on it. But the New Living Translation says this, You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it useful again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world. Like a city on a mountain, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light under a basket. Instead, put it on a stand and let it shine for all. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. I love all the words leading up to that, but this, let those last part of that, of that section is this, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. And that's the goal. That's the purpose of why we should shine our light. This is why we should be the salt. This is why I believe we should be open so that other people can be open and have the door of Jesus, the, the gospel, opened to them. So we have to be open. The time, well, if we're not open, then people will not see what Jesus has done in our lives and what Jesus can do in their lives. And I don't know about you, but I want people to know about Jesus. I want people to know that he came, he died, he rose again, and that he gives us eternal life. Because we've experienced that, because we know that. I don't think sometimes we share it enough. If if I'm perfectly honest with you, that sometimes we have closed the door, but we need to be open. And I want to just encourage us, and I will challenge us as well, to be open, to not hide our light, to not lose out. Um, In the message version, this is the same passage with slightly different words. And it may help you, or it might not help you. But this is what it says in the message version. Let me tell you why you are here. Ever asked that question, why am I here? Well, listen to this. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as, a pub, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives by opening to others 
you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Be open. Be open. Keep open house. I, I read those words and I thought, keep open house? So open house to me means um, when I have an open house and um, say, come to my house any time of the day. In, uh, I'll open my house today and you can come. I don't know if you've ever had a open house. I have. And I like to open the door. I like to... Anyway, have an open house means that I have a clean house because you clean your house, don't you? And, and you do everything. And, 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 um, and I think that's true for us as followers of Christ. If we're to be that open house, if we're to be open, then we need to prep ourselves. We need to make sure our lives are clean, make sure our lives are, are ready to welcome um, Holy Spirit, welcome others into our lives. And sometimes there's so much rubbish, so much garbage in our life that we need to clear it out in our own spiritual lives. And, um, you know, from the moment we become followers of Christ, sometimes we, we fill our lives with so much thing, so many things that we need to clear them out and maybe come back to that first love, come back to that, that moment where we decided to follow Jesus and the excitement and the joy that we had then. Keep open house. I remember um, when we were in Guernsey, we, we were blessed because we had a manse there and we had this lovely Victorian, three-story Victorian villa um, as the manse. And you know, pretty soon when we got there, we opened the doors and said, come you know, to the church, come on in, this is open house, come and, and see. And, and all throughout the day, people came out and it's lovely, isn't it, when you have an open house? Well, I think it is anyway. Some people say, might dread it, dread it, but I, I love people in my house. I love to... It's great, isn't it? It's, it's joyful and you can share food together. You can talk together and have fun and all those sort of things. And I, I, I looked at that. Keep open house. And in this, this journey that I want to take us on about being open, keep those words in your mind. Keep open house. And why I say that is because when we live in our lives, when we're doing what we're doing, when we're going where we're going, when we're, we're doing our work, when we're in our leisure time, keep open house. Keep that door open so people can know about who Jesus is, why you love Jesus, you know? Sometimes I think we forget, and sometimes I think we, because of all the things that go on, we forget why we love Jesus and what Jesus has done for us. And he's done so, so many things, and he does so many things for us. And that's what I, I think we should not hide our light. You know, Jesus is talking here, he says, you are the light of the world. Don't hide your light under a basket. Don't hide that light. We have this amazing privilege to be carriers of the light of Jesus. We have this great responsibility to shine that light. You know, thinking about the open heart, open house um, analogy... If you don't have an open house, you shut the door. And I think sometimes we shut the door to the world. Maybe that's because of pain. Maybe that's because of hurt. Maybe that's because of what somebody has said to you. Maybe that's because you're going through some really tough times right now. And so you shut your heart. You shut yourself out to the world. And I want to encourage you then. Open up again. Open up. Be open. 
I love what um, the message says here. It says, you are, the li- you are here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. Very creative, very poetic. But if you wonder why you are here, don't wonder anymore. You are to be the salt. You are here to be light. Open the door. Because you see, when we shut the door to the world, I believe we shut the door of our heart as well. And God wants our hearts to be open. We sung it this morning, open up my heart. In, um, in that song, you know, build my life. Open up my heart so that others, basically the, the song is saying, open up my heart so that others will get to know you. Because I believe when we close our heart, when we close our door, not only are we losing out, but others are losing out. And we have a great story. We have a great message to bring. So, keep open house, it says. Be generous with your lives. Or be open with your life. Be generous with your life. So, what does that mean to you? Being generous with our lives, being open with our lives. I'll give you some thoughts about um, what I think. I think Jesus is telling us, don't keep your life to yourself. God's, God, Jesus, there's a bit of a dichotomy in as much Jesus says he is the light of the world, doesn't he? But he also says that we are the light of the world. And I believe what he means by that is that, yes, Jesus is the light of the world, but that light is within us. Because when we become followers of Jesus, when we give our lives to him, we, um, that light of Jesus comes into us. That power of Jesus comes into us. So therefore, then we are um, streetlights. Maybe we can think about streetlights. The, the power that, that lights a street, light, is the power of Jesus, isn't it? And so we shine that light on people's lives so that they can understand and see who Jesus is. And so Jesus says, be generous with that light. Be generous with that life. Don't keep it to yourselves. Be generous. Be open. What good is it if we keep this light to ourselves? But be guarded with your life. Sometimes we allow, not sometimes, we do. We, we allow fear to come into our lives. Um. Because I asked the question, are we, are we ashamed of the gospel? Are we ashamed of the light of Jesus? I hope all of us will say, no, we're, we're not. We're not ashamed of it. So I asked myself the question and I asked ourselves, all of us, the question today. Why don't we shine our light? Why don't we sometimes generous with our lives, with the light that we have been given? And I think... One of the reasons is fear. That fear rules our lives when Jesus has set us free from that. In fact, that's what I want to talk about next week. Got be open this week. Next week's be free. And we'll talk about that next week. But we don't have to be um, ruled by fear because we have the light of Jesus. We have the power of Jesus within us. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. We have this wonderful message, this great life, 
transforming message that Jesus is the life of the world, that Jesus came, he died, he rose again, and he gives us eternal life. And if we come with, to him with forgiveness, then you can have this life eternal. What a wonderful message. What an awesome message that we have. You know, another thing that Jesus says about life is found in John chapter 10, verse 10. And I think if we know scripture, we know this one, won't we? The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give life in all its fullness. And that's what Jesus is saying. My purpose is to give life and all its fullness. And so he's done that. He's given us this life. But the enemy tries to steal that life through darkness, through problems, through hurt, through pain, through fear. And, but Jesus is saying, no, I have come to give you life. So if you've given your life to Jesus, if you've truly given your life to Jesus, then we can have this life to the full, the fullest life. Yes, we'll still have difficulties. Yes, we'll still have problems. Yes, we'll still have pain. We'll have hurt. All these things will still happen, but we have this light, this power within us, this strength that Jesus gives us through light. So be open to that. Be generous with your life. Um, I'm reading, I've read this book actually, and this is a great little book called I Like Giving. And it's about the, the power of being generous. It's called The Transforming Power of a Generous Life. I Like Giving. Practical Ideas and Inspiring Stories. And this, this book is full, ram-packed with stories. And I just want to share this one story about this person who was genera- generous with their life and, and the result of generosity. Because I think I could come around and speak to most people today and ask, tell me a story about when you were generous with your life, with something. And what was the result of that? I hope the result would be what we talked about in Matthew here, that everyone would see and praise your heavenly father because of your generosity. Anyway, listen to this story. Um, Tim is a businessman in Oklahoma City. He woke up one morning and told himself that he would look for an opportunity to help someone that day. He decided he was going to be generous. He decided to open up his life. Later, as he was on his way home from the store, he noticed a man on the side of the road with a flat tire. Realizing this was his chance, he pulled over... The man with the flat tire, Jerry, had loaned his spare tire to a friend that same morning, and so now he was stuck. Okay? Tim offered to take him to a store to get a new tire. And on the way, his story started to unfold. Jerry had moved to Oklahoma City looking for a new life. He lived out of his van for two months and had taken jobs making balloon animals for kids and washing dishes at four different restaurants. He was barely getting by. Tim ended up taking Jerry back to his apartment so he could change and get to one of his jobs on time. When Tim asked Jerry what his dream job would look like, he quickly responded, I love the idea of selling something. Tim then took Jerry to work and called a tow truck to pick up his car. When the guys at the tire store heard Jerry's story, they all chipped in to give him a discount. He was back on the road the next morning. The next day, Tim was fishing with his friend, Bill, and mentioned his encounter with Jerry. 
Bill, who owns a, a Chevrolet dealership, asked, asked him if he thought Jerry could be good at sales. He smiled as he recalled Jerry's response the day before. Yes, I believe he has what it takes to be great at sales, he replied. So Jerry got an interview at the dealership a few days later and was hired on the spot. Today, he is the number two salesman in the whole dealership. He's driving a much more reliable car and doesn't have to stretch himself between multiple jobs just to scrape by. If Jerry hadn't shown kindness to his friend that one morning by lending him his spare tire, if Tim hadn't decided to pull over and help, and if he had not been willing to inconvenience himself to help Jerry out of a hard situation, Jerry might still be where he was before because they each chose to give. A remarkable chain of events came together that has changed both lives forever. That is why it's a great story to illustrate why we should be open and generous with the life that we have. Because when we are open, when we are generous with our lives, we don't know what's going to happen, but something will happen, like in that story there. Simple thing. Jerry helped someone with his tire, Tim gave him a tire, and that led to what happened there. Great story. So, Keep open house, be generous with your lives. And then it says, by opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. And this was the goal, I believe, of what Jesus is saying um, in the New Living Translation. So it says, in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. So I asked this question. Keep open house, so be open, open your heart. Be open with your lives, but also be open to others. Don't keep this truth to yourself. And as I was writing this, I asked myself the question, and I ask it to you today. Why do we keep the truth to ourselves? Ask yourself that question. Right here. I don't need you to answer me now, but, but ask yourself that question. Because I just don't want to say words this morning. I want to provoke you. I want to challenge you. I want you to ask questions about yourself, not so that you can go on a guilt trip, but to challenge yourselves. Why do you keep the truth to yourself? What is it? Why is it? Maybe you don't. Maybe you tell everybody about Jesus. Maybe you shine your light wherever you go. I don't see much evidence of that, if I'm perfectly blatantly obvious with what I'm saying. So I ask myself the question, why do we keep the truth to ourselves? Why are we not, as Jesus is saying, in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see? It's good to ask questions. Let me ask you another question. I've asked you this before. How did you get to know about Jesus? How did you get to know about the truth? Did you stumble upon it one day? Or did someone tell you? And I did this exercise. Somebody told you. In most circumstances, unless it was a, a, a blinding light for Jesus as you're walking down the street, most of us, I can be confident in saying, heard about the truth because somebody told us. 
Either they told you straight, either you saw it in them, you saw the light of Jesus in you, or wanted to inquire about it yourself, or whether or someone may have invited you to a, a meeting or a service. But somebody took the time to be open with you and, and, and say, look, this is what's going on in my life. This is what I found out. I want to tell you about it. Why don't you come along to this meeting? Or I want to tell you that God loves you. That he has a great plan for you. That he, he sent his son Jesus to die for you. Or maybe because of the things that you do, because you were shining your light, uh, because that person was shining the light, you saw that light in them and you wanted to know, what is it that's different about you? What is this light that I see in you? So if you put those two questions together, why do we keep the truth to ourselves? How did you get to know it? Maybe you'll get something going on in your heart, in your spirit. Say, yeah, hang on a minute. You know, this person told me about Jesus. So, so then I should then be telling others about it because I want to bring this life. I want to bring this great truth, this great story that Jesus came into my life. He changed my life. He, he gave me purpose. He brought hope to my life. He brought, brought love. He brought peace into my life. Be open. Don't hide your light. Don't stop telling others. You know, when I gave my life to Jesus, um, I, was, I was told, right, now you've given your life to Jesus, go and tell somebody. I, hopefully you were told that as well. To go and tell somebody. And we do. We go and tell somebody. But sometimes that's, I've seen in my life, that's the last person we tell. Jesus is saying, keep on telling others. You are the salt. You are the light of the world. Don't hide your light. Tell others. Be open. Keep on telling. And don't give up because sometimes we tell others and they might say something derogatory to us or you might tell others um, and they, nothing happens in their life. But other times we do tell others and, and we see a change. We see them come through we see them come to know jesus so don't give up be open to others be open don't stop telling your story your story is your light how jesus has come into your life jesus is amazing jesus is awesome he's incredible I felt this morning as I was just going over my, what I was going to say today, I felt Holy Spirit say this about somebody today. Or maybe it's more, but certainly. So listen to this word and, and, and take it. And if it's you, then I, I want to encourage you to deal with it. And it's simply this. You've closed your heart to the things of God. Shutting out the world. Jesus calls you home and says, open your heart again and open your life to me again. If that's you, listen to that word. Open the door again to Jesus. Because I believe that as we are open, as we are open, as we shine our light, everyone will praise God. Everyone will have the opportunity. You see, all of this, what I'm talking about, all of the things I'm saying, all of this 
opens the door to others to know Jesus. And I hope that is a desire, a constant desire in your heart and in your life that others would know Jesus. I hope so. If not, then we really do need to go right back and maybe find that light again. Because that's a question maybe I might want to ask. What do you do if you're not open? What do you do if you're not open? You might say, Martin, I, I'm listening to what you're saying. I, I, I listen to your challenge and your encouragement to be open, to shine my light. But the thing is, Martin, I'm just not open. Maybe that's you today. Well, I want to encourage you to do this. Find your light. Find your light. Your light, Jesus says, you are the light of the world and his light shines in you. So that's your light. Maybe we need to go back to that moment where we gave our lives to Jesus and, and, and explore those feelings, explore the emotions that we were going on, explore the, the reason why we gave our life to Jesus. Find your light. And then when you find your light, shine your light. Don't hide your light anymore. Be generous with your life because your life will bless others. Like you were blessed by somebody, you will bless others. I want to say one more thing about being open. And it's coming out of this passage into another passage in Mark. But the reason I want to just share about this openness, this being open, is because I believe it's a um, foundation for us in our lives as followers of Jesus. And it's found in Mark chapter 4, verse 25. And I'll just read that to you. This is Jesus talking again. And it's a slightly different situation, but Jesus says this, let's read from 1. Then Jesus asked them, Would anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket or under a bed to shut out the light? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine. Everything that is now hidden or secret will eventually be brought to light. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen and understand. And be sure to pay attention to what you hear. The more you do this, the more you will understand And even more besides. Verse 25 says this. To those who are open to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But to those who are not listening, even what they have will be taken away from them. Be open to my teaching. I don't know what your relationship is between God in prayer. The Bible's falling apart. Um, what is your relationship with Scripture? I'm asking you to ask yourself that question. What is your relationship with it? Is it something that you only hear today on a Sunday when we gather together? Is it an integral part of your life? Are you open to Scripture? When you open your Bible, when you open the Word, whether it's a paper Bible, whether it's on 
your phone or on your computer, wherever it is, or on tape or, or CD rather. We don't have tapes now, do we? But um, <laughs> on MP3. Um, are you open to Scripture, to the teachings? My relationship with, with Scripture is this. I, I, read, re- I read it all the time. I read it regularly. Not, I don't just read it so that I've got something to talk about on a Sunday. I read it for my life. I'm open to this. And so every day I, I'll read it and I have, a, I have a, a, just a discipline, a way of, of doing it now is that I open myself, open my heart, open my spirit to what I'm about to read. And then I always, I, I never not read this and have and nothing to, that Holy Spirit says to me or something I underline or something I will highlight or write in my journal. And that's my relationship with Scripture. I open it daily. Because you see, this is what Jesus says. To those who are open to my teaching, more understanding will be given. And if you want to understand God more, if you want to understand Scripture more, his teachings more, then we have to read it, don't we? We have to be open to it. And we can't just rely um, on us meeting on a Sunday or meeting in the week for our uh, intake of what Scripture says. It has to be this open relationship that we have with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. Open up your heart. Open up your mind. And more will be given. This is so true. I know the more that I read Scripture, the more I understand it. The more I read Scripture, the more I understand the heart of God. The more I read it, the more I understand what Holy Spirit is trying to say to me and to us as followers of Jesus. So by opening our lives, opening our hearts, being generous, opening to others, by opening to Scripture, we then are opening the door for others to know him. A little, little side, a little challenge that I would like to give is this. If you're not open, if you've not got an open house, if you're not open to Scripture, if you're not open to Holy Spirit, if your heart is not open, then what are you open to? What leads your life? What rules your life? What is it that you are open to? And so that's my challenge to you. Maybe you are open to all these things and you, you are someone who loves to share the love of Jesus. But we have this responsibility. We have this calling. We have this commission to be tellers of Jesus, to be people who shine the light. You know, we are the light of the world, bringing out the God colors in this world. God is not a secret to be kept anymore. Somebody told you, so let's keep on telling. Let's keep on talking. Let's be open. Maybe you need to spend some time praying and asking Holy Spirit, who can I be open to? Who can I share my story with? Pray about that. But don't just pray about it. Do something about it. Spend time waiting on God as you read scripture, spend time waiting on God in prayer. Spend time open. Because we need to be open. 
Don't hide your light. Don't lose out. I think that if we're not sharing a light, if we're not shining our, our light, we are losing out and others are losing out. So let's be challenged by this. Don't hide your light. I wonder if we could stand to our feet and pray. You know, when I talk about being open, I, and, and my end goal is not just so that we would see this place filled with people. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? But, but my goal in this is, is to challenge us to look at our own lives and be open. Simply that. Be open. I don't want us just to be doing things. I don't want us just to be doing church doing this, doing that, we are to be open. And so, Father, I thank you for your scripture. I thank you for your truth. I thank you that you have given us the privilege to partner with you in sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus. That you have chosen to call us into this great privilege of being people who bring light, who bring flavor, who bring color into this world. And I pray we take that responsibility up and that we will be open. And I pray for every one of us here maybe who've closed the door, who've closed the heart, our hearts to Jesus. And I pray they will find that light again. Find that truth again today, Lord, I pray.